rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. I am Brenda Rogers, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. As your next Recorder of Deeds, I will protect our taxpayers' investment, bring awareness to the position, and do outreach to our residents and veterans. I am asking for your vote during early voting, mail-in ballot, or on November 3rd. Vote for Brenda Rogers, Kane County Recorder of Deeds, paid for by Citizens for Brenda Rogers. Accountability in government is not a nice-to-have, it's a must-have. That's why I'm voting for Tracy Miller for Kane County Board, District 4. As a mother and businesswoman, she understands the middle class. She's fighting to keep property taxes from going up and to keep us, the citizens, informed of what's taking place. I want a voice in county government that listens to me. That's why I'm voting Tracy Miller on November 3rd for Kane County Board, District 4. Paid for by Friends of Tracy Miller. Steps were quick but hesitant And the holes in my shoes Mine than my feet Were cold but fine Until I got a view of it shoes turn to ashes and your warmth wrapped around its skin
Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The second largest city's first daily news podcast is glad to have Maribel Skipworth on Thank for you. our interview of Music Friday today. Thank glad. You. That was awesome. <laughs> awesome song. Perfect music for today. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guitar. Yep. They did they couldn't see it, but you know, I had my eyes closed. It's vibing. It's jamming out to that. All right. So we have uh news and weather, and then we're gonna get into our interview. So let's kick it off with the news. All right, here's what's going on. Uh, Luigi's Pizza is going to be hosting trick-or-treating on October 31st from 4 to 6 p.m. Luigi's is located at 732 Prairie Street in Aurora. The public is invited, and parking and admission is free. Goodie bags with treats, coupons, and discounts will also be handed out. Uh, Sugar Skull City is still going on. Um, shout out to all the local artists and businesses who have contributed to this month-long celebration in downtown Aurora. Take a drive around downtown, check out all the storefront win- windows, and remember to wear your masks. Um, again, right about now, it's especially important to honor our local businesses um, and restaurants, so get your carryout orders for the weekend um, and start making those plans. Um, good morning, Aurora Sports. Uh, <laughs> World Series is still going on. It's tied up, but you knew that, Curtis. <laughs> Curtis is on top of this. Game yeah. three is tonight. Wayne Gretzky won all the way, right? <laughs> Game three is tonight. And then um, as far as football, uh, the Bears don't play till Monday. Right. And then the Packers play the Texans on Sunday. Okay. Bear there? down, right? Bear down. Bear down is what you say when you want the Bears to win, right? That's what they – Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. And now for the weather. Uh, it's a very rainy day outside. Uh, be raining up to about 1 p.m. That's when it's projected to stop. We shall see. Tomorrow's going to be 46 degrees and sunny, and Sunday will be 48 and cloudy. Uh, but, again, it's a nice – ooh, it's picking up out there with the rain. Y'all can't hear it, but it is super rainy today. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, the next round of the change initiative sessions will be Thursday, October 29th at Impact Church, 4054 Fox Valley Center. The last will be Thursday, November 5th at Society 57, 100 South River Street. Uh, Society 57 is right next door, a little bit down from McCarty Mills and across the street from the Royal Public Library, the Santori Branch. So shout out to all of those businesses over there, Society 57, McCarty Mills, and the Royal Public Library. And also uh, New China Hut, too. The number seven is uh, the orange chicken. Stop. <laughs> With just one packet of soy sauce. You only like two. Just Maybe that's just me. All right. Uh, each of those 90-minute listening sessions will begin at 6 p.m. with Mayor Richard Irvin and Aurora Police Chief Kristen Zeman and other, excuse me, and Deputy Chief Keith Cross and other city officials. The session um, are also provided with full Spanish translations posted on the city's website. For more information and to register, which you must do, go to www.auroratacil.org/change. Uh, Starting today, Kane and DuPage counties will move toward a mitigation plan due to the increase in COVID cases. Now, the mitigation efforts will stay in place until cases decrease by 6.5% for three consecutive days. Again, 6.5% for three consecutive days. Uh, So I know that we have the next uh, first Friday coming up, which I believe will be on the 6th. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So let's get the um, let's help out with the mitigation efforts. Please wear your mask or stay home and cook. You know, spend time with your kids. Or something. You know, have have fun at home. You're, you're paying your mortgage. All right. And on this day, um, I would like to have a brief moment of silence. Uh, today is the anniversary of the uh, October 23rd, 1983 uh, Marine Corps, excuse me, Marine Barrack 
bombing in Beirut, Lebanon. Uh, on this day, 241 U.S. service personnel, including 220 Marines and 21 other service personnel, were killed by a truck bomb at Marine Compound in uh, Beirut, Lebanon. 300 service members had been living at the four-story building at the airport in Beirut. There were 1,800 Marines stationed in Beirut at the time. A multinational force with units from France, Italy, and the United Kingdom was also on peacekeeping duty in Lebanon at the same time. At the time of the Marine barrack uh, bombing, a excuse me, at the time the Marine barracks was hit, a suicide bomber drove a pickup truck full of explosives and crashed into a building housing French paratroopers. Approximately 58 French soldiers were killed in the attack. This was the deadliest attack against U.S. Marines since the Battle of Iwo Jima in 1945. So we'll take a brief moment of silence for them. And that's the news for the day. And now we get into our interview with our friend, the talented, <laughs> the soulful, Maribel Skipworth. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Yeah. Yeah, nice to be here. Well, glad to get you on the show. <laughs> yeah. Maribel, it's so nice to meet you because we were talking earlier about all the places that you are yeah. downtown or around in the community. Mm -hmm. You've done um, events over at Treadwell, you said, the Roundhouse, yeah. and some of these other places. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm around here a lot, so <laughs> I, I see a lot of faces, and I'm like, I, I recognize you. I don't think we've formally met, but <laughs> yeah. You walk by during Yeah, your set. exactly. <clears throat> Tell everyone um, a little bit about you, who you are, and where you're from. Yeah, um, my name is Mirabel Skipworth, and I I'm from Os I live in Oswego, so I'm down the road. Um, I've grew grown up in Illinois, so I've, I've been here since I was two. So um, Illinois is my home state. Uh, I was born in Springfield, Missouri, weirdly enough, <laughs> but I don't really remember that. Um, but yeah, I live in Oswego. Um, I've been a, a gigging musician around in this area for about five years. I've been doing it since high school. I'm 21 now, so um, I've been yeah gigging since high school, and uh, and now I'm kind of getting into the business side of it, and cool. um, you know booking and setting up events when you know COVID's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's been it's been a fun. A fun time, you know, like getting to know the community and um, through music. Yeah. Are you continuing on with edu your education now, or are you just focusing more on your music? So I went I went to school for a year at Millican University, and it was mm -hmm. good. It was a good experience, but I, I kind of made the logical decision um, that, like, for me at that point, um, I thought I could further my music education by actually going out and doing it. And right. I think that was one of the best decisions I've ever made. <laughs> um, so I did that. And then, um, and I've learned a lot and I've built up my music career and my business skills. And now I'm just starting a online social work degree. So um, I can continue my cool. music career while also pursuing another, you know, career path. So yeah. It's, Everything's online. So it's more flexible yeah, yeah. with your schedule. And <laughs> exactly. So I can work. You can work around it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what kind of activities were you involved in when you were in high school? Any sports or anything like that? Yeah, so um, from middle school to freshman year of high school, I was like an athlete. I was a cross-country runner, and um, I was I was good at it, and so that's why I was still doing it. But it, it was such a time commitment, and at some point I was like, wow, I really hate this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I decided to quit. Um, at the time, my dad was like, no, you're, you know, you could get a scholarship for this oh, in the yeah. future. Um, and so, but instead I, I decided to commit myself to 
music activities and he's happy now but (laughs) but I started to do um you know different choirs I was like um in like the music honor society and um I was a beatboxer for a whole year in an acapella group, which really um, was not awesome. Oh, never again. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, I am. I, I'm not meant to be a beatboxer, but it somehow happens still because nobody else wanted to do it. So I was like, I guess I can do it. So, fun fact. Um, <laughs> but, can you still a little bit or no? Um, I mean, can you throw something. Out I there? can fake. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. I don't know if I could do it without laughing. I think that's the problem. I, I teach preschool music classes, and sometimes I do it for them. But you know that that's a special audience. <laughs> maybe if I'm, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I could do it without laughing. Maybe maybe another time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, a lot of music um, in high school, and um, as I said before, I started. That's when I started to learn guitar, and um, you know. Uh, yeah, sophomore year, end of sophomore year is when I started to pick up the guitar, and a few months later I was going to open mics, and then a, a month after that I was gigging, so <laughs> it was a really fast transition, wow. yeah, in high school. Growing up, what impact did your dad have on your life? Um, well, I, I'm just really thankful for my childhood in general, um, for both my parents, um, very loving household. Um, my dad in particular, I, I think he, he, he led by example and he was a very, um, strong and kind, um, person, very personable, um, which I think I, I, that, that's really helpful when it comes to music cause I'm interacting with a lot of people. Um, and also, uh, my dad's not a musician, um, but I was surrounded by good music. Well, in my opinion, good music <laughs> <laughs> growing up, like we listened to, you know, Bands like the Ave Brothers, you know, Pearl Jam, the Killers, uh, Weezer, like a lot of those bands on in, in playlists. And so being surrounded by music that wasn't just top 40 <laughs> was, I think, was very important um, to building my own musical style. Um, he's not really the most creative person in my, fa- <laughs> my family. My mom is definitely the creative <laughs> one. Um, so I get that, the creativity from her. But um, yeah, I think it's just the, the idea of like growing up in a, a loving home and a very stable home um, and being surrounded by loving people really influenced how I, you know, approach people. So, yeah. yeah. Sounds like they supported your decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're very supportive. Um, and I think I think that if they see that uh, one of their children loves doing something and can be successful in doing something, they're going to support that. Um, so I never, never in my life had – did they discourage me from doing music or pursuing it as a career? So, yeah. And you said you started playing guitar in high school. I did. How did, you, how did that come about? Um, well, I had the guitar for a year <laughs> before I picked it up. I was like, I, I, I got it for my, I think it was my 15th birthday. And um, I, I picked it up that day. And it was like, I just never, I didn't really get into it. Um, and then a year later, it was, I remember the day because it was, um, it was the last day of spring break. It was the Monday before we went back to school. And, um, I was really sad because I didn't get into the top choir, even though I got, I was like, I did really good on my test, but they didn't put me in the top choir, um, in high school. And, I was like, oh, but I, still, I really want to make music right now. I'm sad, you know. It's like a travesty when you're in high school. Music's your life, <laughs> but um, yeah. The and so I picked up the guitar and I learned E minor and A major, and then I wrote an eight minute song. And um, so 
I it was definitely the guitar journey and the songwriting journey were very much aligned. Um, and so, and after that, I just started to learn chords so I could write songs. I just wanted to write so many songs. Um, and so that was, that was kind of how I learned guitars through writing music. Yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. What was the first song you wrote? It, it was, it was a call, it was called A Traveling Man. Um, and it was just like a long story folk song. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. Yeah, it was just about uh, a, the journey of a person traveling. And um, I guess that's the first song I wrote on guitar. The first song I wrote, like, as uh, a child um, was a song that went, Trip, trip, trip is the wind on the mute. Wait, the <laughs> is the rain on the window pane. Dip, dip, dip into the world's most dangerous games. If you look into perspective, you'll find a feat that feats not a feat that many people seek. So drip, trip, trip. Yeah, it goes on. But that's wow. the <laughs> yeah. That was I could. A, I was actually picturing like a beat to that, like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, like boom, I boom, I did that on boom, piano. Boom, it was just boom, the D minor chord over and over again. Um, <laughs> it was it was yeah. That was technically my first song. Yeah. I don't really consider that because it was before the the guitar writing phase. But right. that was like in middle school. <laughs> so yeah. A minor, and what was the other? That you um, it was it was. The guitar chords were E minor and A major. E minor, A major. Yeah, two of the easiest chords. So, <laughs> um, was it so two of the easiest chords? But yeah. was it like different? Did you take to it like a fish to water playing the guitar? Um, was there ever any frustration like getting it was, getting it down was and frustration. learning? Um, yeah, I think the first hump of learning guitar is the hardest. Like once you get over that first hump, where your fingers get used to it, um, everything just becomes a lot easier. So I think there was definitely difficulty because I was trying to write songs. Um, and I had ideas in my head, but I was nowhere near, you know, as good as I would have hoped. And so I had to be really creative with my songwriting to make up for that. And, um, well, I think what was frustrating is that my first gig was like a few months after I had learned guitar and it was a four hour, you know, marathon set, you know, background music at a local pizza place, um, the firehouse pizza and pub. And four hours for someone who's not good at guitar, who's never played that long in a row, is a lot. And all I could do was downstrokes. Right. <laughs> and so I was just downstrokes the whole entire time. Um, so that was a learning experience. Um, and it, I think it just motivated me to, you know, get better at guitar. I'm still not, like, you know, a master guitarist, mm-hmm. but um, I don't feel like I'm going to you know, miss the guitar. (laughs) Um, So I've gotten a lot better since then. So there was a challenge, but um, I think the motivation to write music and um, be good enough to write the music that I wanted to write was, you know, helped me to learn the guitar. Yeah. Um, What are you trying to capture in your songs? Um, I I always want to be genuine, I think. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I, I write, I, I call myself alternative folk because I'm very influenced by folk music, but sometimes it's not straight up folk music, so I add the alternative to, you know. Alternative <laughs> folk, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like um, and so I, I liked storytelling. I liked talking about um, topics that have been on my mind. Um, and so, so a lot of it's telling other people's stories Sometimes it's telling, you know, stories that I'm making up that come from real life ideas. Um, And I very rarely write love songs (laughs) Um, because I have so many other ideas running around in my head. And I think it's a way of, you know, um, 
addressing those ideas and not getting sad over the ideas. I put the ideas in the songs, so I'm not like sad about them in real life. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. So do more creative things than just make a love song. Yeah, and I yeah. think I I like love songs. I think a lot of people do them really well, but like. I have so many other thoughts in my head. I'm like, I'll write a love song later, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does does the music come to you first, or do the lyrics come first? Does um, it vary? It does vary. I I I'd say a lot of times they, they come together. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'll start playing and then just kind of mumbling over and singing, and then um, based upon the melody or the, you know the, the the chords I'm singing, the lyrics kind of come with it. Um, sometimes I'll start writing a song and I'm like, I don't know what this means. And I finished it. And I'm like, wow, this actually means something, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it does vary. It's not a cut and dry process. It's, um, uh, very rarely do I, um, write lyrics, write all my lyrics out and then put music to it. That's very rare. Um, it usually happens at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Um, Talk about the pizza place that you were at with the uh, four-hour set, because I keep hearing about pizza down there in Decatur. So, <laughs> is this is this the famous pizza place no. that's around campus? Um, those are two different places. I can talk about them separately. First okay. one, um, Firehouse Pizza and Pub, is in downtown Oswego. It's closed now, um, but that was where I went to um, one of my first open mics, and I got my first gig. And the owner, I was at the open mic there, and the the host was a guy by the name of Ethan Bell. You might have oh, he's he's Ethan around Bell. Yeah. Ethan Bell. He um <laughs> he saw me. He played the open mic, and he's like, "I want to help you. <laughs> I want to help you." Um, so that was one. You know, our our styles of music are vastly different, but right. um, he definitely helped me right in the beginning. Um, but the owner was like, after I played my small set at the open mic, was like, "Do you want to play a gig here?" I'm like. Sure, I didn't know that was possible. And he's like, "How much do you do you want?" I'm like, "I have no idea." And he, right. he and then he 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 told me a price, and it was actually a really fair price. And so I, those little things, you know, you stick with stick with you because you're like, "Wow, this person was very kind to me in the beginning." Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ethan Bell, <laughs> he told he he taught me like how to um, set up my PA system and all that. So that's it's that's a it's a funny nice. connection. Um, Donnie's is the other pizza place and that one, that's the one in Decatur and that's the first place I played it, um, played in Decatur while I was at Milliken and that was also a really nice place to play. Um, because I, I was at Milliken and I, I had been gigging in high school and then I went to school and I'm like, there's nowhere to go to perform that's not on campus. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so that Donnie's was kind of like a nice little refresher i'm like okay i'm back where i belong you know i'm on stage i'm i can i can smell this you know all the people who've been smoking and <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. you're um the sights you, the sounds get, you know you get, i got a lot got used to playing in sports bars in high school which is funny um but yeah that you know both of those were really great places and i'm thankful for being able to play at both of them yeah very cool yeah um one thing that I like about um, guitarists, especially, uh-huh. is that like it's. I love the instrument, mm-hmm. um, and I love great guitarists. Who are some of your favorite guitarists, um, or you know, artists? Artists. I, I. I mean, I. I don't know necessarily specifically guitarists um, because. I wouldn't say I'm a lead guitarist, so mm. I don't like look to a lot of lead guitarists. Um, yeah. I have I have a person for that. <laughs> and I'm like, you do all the lead parts. Um, some musicians, this changes all the time. Um, 
but I listen to like a lot of like nice folk music. You know, like the Avid Brothers. They're kind of a modern folk band. I like them mm. a lot. Um, I been listening to a band called Manchester Orchestra a lot um, okay. lately and they're kind of more um they're a little they're like not they're like the alternative like folk, not alternative folk, alternative like rock um and I just love then their sincere sincerity um while also being a little bit heavier um than folk music and so I, I bring both of those influences in um but again like I, I grew up listening to bands like the killers and yeah. so i um i love listening to them and <laughs> hunters <laughs> played music. some manchester united forest before it sounded really good i yeah, liked it, was, it. yeah it was it, <laughs> it keeps, yeah jamming it out here one morning oh good yeah. good <laughs> it was pretty good yeah um one thing that i well let's start like this mm-hmm. downtown aurora has a lot of great places yeah to play um on stolp there is the uh gazebo or like yeah, the little small yeah. Um, what's one of you have any favorite places to play in downtown Aurora? For sure. Um, I love that gazebo. I, I, <laughs> this funny story I played at Wednesdays at the Plaza yep, last year. Plaza. Yeah. So, the, uh, this year I did it with the live stream at Treadwell, but the year before I tr- attempted to do it and Olivia Ports had gone first and then I was going to go. We got through one song and we saw a big storm coming in the in, yeah. <laughs> in the distance and we all had to run into our cars and we got our the PA system in the car just as like, you know, yeah. uh, the world started down. to fall down on us. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> but yeah, that's a really cool place to play. Um, but Treadwell has a really spe- special place in my heart because um, I've been doing uh i've been helping them with their music and it's just a really nice intimate place um i've been working with chad um so that's definitely one of my favorite places to play that Um, deck is real nice in the summertime too yeah yeah Mm -hmm. we we, you get to play out out in that deck we've been doing live streams i used to be i used to host an open mic there when you know we could share microphones once upon a time yeah i remember that i was so i i mean i've met so many awesome people there that i wouldn't have met otherwise you know that's the great thing about open mics, if they're run well. Um, and I think there's something special about them being in a coffee shop because it's just an intimate atmosphere. Um, it's not too loud. Everybody's there to listen to music. Um, and you have you meet so many people all, of all different ages. You know, we're, we're early enough that, you know, the high schoolers can come and play and still get home and sleep and go to school yeah. the next morning. And we also, um, it's early enough that, like, we get an older crowd, too. And so um, you get a range of experiences there. And so um, on top of being able to perform at Treadwell, I also, you know, get to um, facilitate uh, other musicians. And I, I love that. That's one of my favorite things about being Taking there. part and giving back. Yeah, I, so. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so the time is now 8.35 a.m. Mm-hmm. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we are sitting down today with Maribel. Accountability in government is not a nice to have. It's a must have. That's why I'm voting for Tracy Miller for King County Board District 4. As a mother and businesswoman, she understands the middle class. She's fighting to keep property taxes from going up and to keep us, the citizens, informed of what's taking place. I want a voice in county government that listens to me. That's why I'm voting Tracy Miller on November 3rd for King County Board District 4. Paid for by Friends of Tracy Miller. Good morning, Aurora. I am Brenda Rogers, 
candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. As your next Recorder of Deeds, I will protect our taxpayers' investment, bring awareness to the position, and do outreach to our residents and veterans. I am asking for your vote during early voting, mail-in ballot, or on November 3rd. Vote for Brenda Rogers, Kane County Recorder of Deeds, paid for by Citizens for Brenda Rogers. Skipworth. All right. Alternative folk. Yes. That's the style. That's the genre. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, now, you recently played in, or excuse me, at Two Brothers in their outdoor. Yeah. Um, talk about that. What was that show? How um, long ago was that, too? That I, I Probably a month ago or so when it was still warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they've. I think this is, it's relatively new that they were doing um, acoustic music out in their gazebo. Um, and they were doing that like a few times a week, right. which, was, which is awesome. It's a great space to play. You're so far away from everyone else. There's no, you know, you have this whole big gazebo. <laughs> yeah, you are the distance. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're definitely way more than six feet apart from everyone else. Um, and so I'm thankful for that place. I hadn't played there before this summer. Um, and they reached out to me and um, asked me if I wanted to play a few dates. And so I was doing that. Um, it's a cool place to play. I, I was. I also, I like two brothers. I, I met Santos, you know, Santos. Oh, yeah, we know Santos. Yeah, yeah Santos yeah. Ramos. He, yeah, shout out. He, shout out. He's awesome. <laughs> Big he's an awesome person, awesome musician. Yeah. He was hosting host, a mic. You know, Santa Astro and all that. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, we had him uh, at a live stream at Trotwell and that was awesome yeah but uh yeah he hosts an open mic at two brothers not right now right like many other things but um so again two brothers is an awesome place an awesome place for musicians to to be um and so yeah so give back to them because i know they're closing down for a few days um because of the mitigation so right yeah which is kind of what i wanted to uh bring up and talk about next Mm -hmm. um you know, talk about the shift and being able to do what you were doing before COVID and, you know, yeah. ever since uh, March or whatever it was. Well, before COVID, like, my whole life was music. Um, I was doing, I was teaching after school lessons. I was teaching preschool music classes. I was gigging two to three times a week. Um, you know, that music was the way I was making all my money. Um, and then everything shut down. And essentially, like, I know, like many other musicians, no work. <laughs> um, and so I like I was I was in a good place where um, it didn't affect me terribly. Like um, I wasn't going to like, you know, run out of food or, you know, I had yeah. things to eat. <laughs> I know that was not the case for a lot of people. Um, and so after that, I, I kind of like it, it was really it was kind of a sad time, but it did um, make me reflect on like, wow, I think I need to slow down a little bit. <laughs> right. um, and so I, I recorded some music during that time. Um but and then it, we slowly came back, you know, when we are able to um, when it, we were able to do music outside. Like I, I was having gigs again and that was really nice. Um, and live streams, live streams became a big thing during that time. Um, I was doing um, a few of those. Um, but uh, now um, it's an interesting time because it's getting colder and we can't do stuff outside. And so I'm trying to think of creative ways to still play music myself right. and um because I, I i have some like a company called skipper productions or we try to support lo- local music um and so i'm trying to think of things through that that i can support other musicians and have you know and so 
it's tough because <laughs> you're like, there's a line. You don't want to cross any lines. You don't want to put anyone in danger. Um, but you also want to keep people playing music and right. supporting musicians. And so um, I think right now we've, we've settled on doing live streams at Treadwell um, and getting really nice cameras and making sure it's the setup is really nice um, so people actually watch online. Right. Um, but, you know, it's it's kind of a time to be creative I, and um, try to think of different ways to still be involved and to still keep the local music community really tight because you don't have those open mics. You don't have those intimate, you know, experiences because we can't be intimate. You know, right. <laughs> we have to be <laughs> very right. far apart. So, yeah, it's tough. But um, I, have, I have faith that we'll find ways to um, still you know, find connections, you know, even if we have to stay a little bit farther apart. <laughs> right. Yeah. How can people find your music online? Like through social? Yeah. Um, on, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Mirabelle Skipworth Music. Um, so you can follow my page, both of those um, pages. And then I have music on streaming services. I have an album and an EP out, and then I'm planning on releasing an album in December. Um, so if you look up Mirabelle Skipworth, I'm the only one. <laughs> right. Found you on Spotify. I found it. Yeah, yeah. If you look up Spotify, Apple Music, I also have a Bandcamp. Um, so if you want to really support artists, buy their music on Bandcamp because um, more of the money, the money goes, um, most of the money goes straight to the artist um, rather than Spotify or Apple Music, which I'm thankful for anybody to listen to my music anywhere. But right. <laughs> yeah, Mirabelle Skipworth, um, anywhere you listen to music. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, now, is that the guitar that you brought and you were mm-hmm. um, playing with, is that your original first guitar? No. No? <laughs> that one's kind of a newer one. I bought that um, about a year ago. Um, but I, uh, my first guitar was like a Squire or something. It was like, I don't even remember. Um, then I bought this. I, needed, I thought it was like I needed an electric acoustic, so I bought this cheap like Jameson $100 guitar so I could plug it in. Mm-hmm. That didn't last too long. And then I got one of my favorite guitars that I have. Um, it's a Seagull guitar. Um, and I love Seagull guitars. Um, they're so warm and perfect. <laughs> 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 but um, I it started to kind of crack, um, and that was really unfortunate. So uh, I didn't want to completely let it completely break. Um, I was, like, gigging with it, so it was a really used guitar. So... Um, yeah, I, I bought this one on Small Shop Saturday at a place where I can't remember where it was. I need, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to think about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I bought that one with Blake Martin, which I, we were talking about <laughs> before. Nice. He told me it was a good guitar, so I believed him. Um, but, yeah, that, that guitar, it, I th- it feels a lot sim- very similar to my Seagull guitar. And the Seagull guitar is the one I, um, I had that one for five years and so I, I really love that guitar so right. <laughs> I need, it needed it needed a, a, a companion that felt the same you know <laughs> um now i saw you on the patio of treadwell once upon a time yeah. when it was sunny out um you were playing with another young man yeah um who was that young man you guys were playing on rob some good song. kraus rob kraus that's right yeah that's yeah. right he's a good artist <laughs> he's great i met him at bally doyle um well, Brian Kovacs, another really great guy um, who has been super supportive. But we met him at a, I met him at an open mic. I mean, I met, met so many people at an open mic mm-hmm. in, in Aurora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, he, he's great. He's part of a band called the Darling Sons. 
um, and they're they're doing great things. They're creating awesome um, alternative music, alternative rock, um, indie music. I don't even know how to say genres anymore because indie and alternative can mean so many different things. But um, yeah, he he's doing some cool things. But at that time, he was playing acoustic. But he usually plays his electric with his band. Nice. Yeah. Um, now, where does Maribel hang out at? Me. <laughs> where's uh, you know, where's the places in Aurora? Because we like to ask the folks where where yeah. you like to eat and hang out. Yeah. Um. I mean, right now, I'm trying not to hang out too much. It's mitigation. <laughs> <laughs> Can't ask this on mitigation yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> but I love different places in Aurora. I I. Treadwell a lot. I'm at Treadwell at least once a week, um, at least for the music. Um, I really like Enduro. I haven't been back there in a while just because it's hard to, you know, you know, visit places. But I, I've been, uh, previously, about a year ago, I was going to Enduro pretty regularly. I, lo- I love that shop. Um, and, yeah, I think those are the two biggest coffee shops in Aurora that I, I, I visit. Um, and so, yeah. Um, otherwise, I hang out my church a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. My my parents both work at my church, so right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, in my in my garage, we have a room that has uh, that I keep all my music equipment, and I just love having people there playing music together and vibing. Yeah, yeah that, that's my favorite. <laughs> How many songs would you say you've written? Oh my goodness. I have no idea. So many. I'm writing constantly. I'm probably writing yeah. more than I should be because I need to get better at the guitar. But um, I, not that I remember all of them, but it has to be like over a hundred. Like, yeah. And um, not of the, all of them are good, but I'm just writing constantly. Like it's like a constant cycle. Um, and so yeah, a lot <laughs> is the short answer. I think yeah. that's very. I, mm-hmm. I think that's very yeah, cool. I love right. creativity. I love it. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um, now let's talk about some of the things that take place uh, when you now when you travel. Yeah. You go to concerts, mm-hmm. and again, I hate having to have these cool conversations during mitigation. Yeah, day. I know. <laughs> um, but uh, when you when you go places and uh-huh. travel, do you have people who do you have any like first time listeners of your Music, does it happen often? Like uh, first timers, people just getting to know Maribel Skipworth and oh, like um, going somewhere and people hearing my music for the first time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That happens almost everywhere because nobody knows who I am. <laughs> it, um, like in this, com- it's cool coming going out of this community. Um, I'm in, from Oswego. There's like a little bit of music going on in Oswego, mm-hmm. not a whole lot. So I think that's why I've I've gone Aurora, Geneva area. Um, but I find every gig I do, there's someone who hasn't heard my music before um, everywhere I go. Um, and I think that's really cool. And some, I really love making connections with people. I love, I'm always surprised by people, especially when I'm playing three-hour sets, when it's just, when I'm just background music, where someone points out a specific lyric I sang in one of my original songs. And I'm like, wow, people are actually listening. You don't realize that. You know, not everybody's mm-hmm. actually listening, but that person listened today and you know that made the difference you know just that one person and um that you know that one person that decides to now follow your music i think that's so cool um i you know i'm thankful for you know if it's one listener you know or 10 um you know so yeah i i love i love new meeting new people i love you know connecting with new people it's awesome (laughs) the lyric to um 
this house that yeah. in the song. Um, how does it go? Something in this house. Oh, I'm unfamiliar. I'm with unfamiliar this house. this house. Yeah, I like that. That's that's pretty like. It's pretty powerful. Thank you know? you. What's that song about? How, how is it? So I was just talking about how it was not a love song. Uh, I don't write love songs. That's probably the one love song I've written. <laughs> 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 um, and it, it's kind of disguised. It's not like super lovey-dovey. And I think it, it's not necessarily, it's it's a more powerful love where you're, um, you're so used to something that's not powerful. So you're so used to the idea that, um, you know, of things being okay or not you're a little bit cold um so that when you do meet someone or you are in the presence of someone that makes you feel warm and at home it's unfamiliar but it's it's such a beautiful thing so i think yeah oh, that, yeah so nice. you're unfamiliar Damn. with this house and the ground that it's built on so you're you know you're unfamiliar with the the foundation the warmth um but you know but you know the, this the same house is telling you it's okay. You're home now. You you don't have to worry about it. You're I <laughs> just, got you. Just yeah. Easy, you know? I'm unfamiliar with the niceness of this house. Yeah. I'm familiar with this warmth. You yeah, know? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And how old were you when you wrote that song? Um, I, that was uh, probably just about a year ago. Yeah, it was okay. about a year ago, so 20. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the song I heard on the deck of uh, Treadwell. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That was good. Thanks. Um, so, now we're going to... All right, so the time is now 8.48 a.m. You're mm-hmm. listening and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we have Mirabelle Skipworth, alternative folk. folk. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. All right, um, now you're going to play another yes. jam for us. Yes, All right, so let's, uh, let's, let's get some jamming. Let's yeah, get some jamming. My, my guitar. What's the name of this song? Um, I'm going to pick it up a little bit. This is a, a song called Untouched Kid. Um, okay. It's a little bit older. It's on my first album called Paraphrased in a Poet. Um, yeah, it's... And that album's all about is all about storytelling, and so this is just kind of like um, a lost and so, someone, you know, getting themselves lost <laughs> right. type song um, in very simplest terms. But yeah, this is called Untouched Kid. What happened to the untouched kid? Well, he went missing in the morning. All of Take a second and really try to see 
to cave But his eyes still dug deep oh. That was a jam. That was a jam. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> I should have right. <laughs> It's one of those tunes you just kind of stick. We had the crib chilling. <laughs> what happens to the untouched cube? That was the jam. I like thank that. Thank you. Thank you. And that's from your first album? That is from my first album, which I recorded here at Gremlin. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Studio B. Shout out. <laughs> yep. Gremlin. Um, and you said your second album is coming in December. Was that correct? Yeah, yeah. I have a an, first my first album, then I recorded an EP, and now my um, my second full length album will be here at the beginning of December. I'm thinking December first um, as my release date. So yeah, okay. that'll be out soon. What's the name <laughs> of that album? It's Postcards from Patmos. I have a, an alliteration thing going that I'm trying to keep up with each of my album titles. So I've paraphrased oh, in oh. a poet. Um, the catalyst is called, and then postcards from Patmos. Okay, what's <laughs> yeah, Patmos? It's an island um, which John um, wrote the Book of Revelation from. So it's a right. concept oh, album based okay. on the Book of Revelation. So like the end days, which is fitting. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's an interesting concept. So I hope people enjoy it nonetheless. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, I'm digging that. I'm yeah. digging that. Man, I need to. I'm going to go back and just listen to this episode just to hear you play again and just bump that when I'm doing like dishes or something. <laughs> you know, got to listen to music when you do dishes or clean up the house oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> so the songs you played today, are they available on your old album? Are they going to be on the new one? Yeah, so the um, the, the song I just played, that one is on my um, my first album. This first song I played, This House, is technically recorded. If you want to search on Bandcamp, um, This House, Mirabel Skipworth, it's on a compilation album somewhere. Um, so... Um, bonus points if you can find it, <laughs> but I will be re- um, recording that one soon, hopefully with a full band. Um, and so that that's my my hope for this house, <laughs> that, that first song. What's right. Bandcamp? Bandcamp is um, just another way to listen to music, and um, so a lot of artists put their music on there because uh, if people buy their music from Bandcamp, the money goes. Mostly to the artist. Um, it's a streaming service. Like a- it's kind of yeah, kind of. Um, but it, you know, you know, like uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, it's like a slightly better version of SoundCloud. I'd okay. say. Um, and they have days like I think it's like the first of every month where they, um, 
when people purchase music from Bandcamp, them all the money goes directly to the artist. So look out for those days. A lot of um, a lot of local music musicians promote Bandcamp because um, it's a great way to sort support. Um, people's music um, that's not streaming services, which like you get like point zero cents for. <laughs> right, right. Support Listens. local artists. Yeah, that's a great mm-hmm. way to support them. Yeah. All right. I, you know, <laughs> this is the moment when I would ask, when's your next concert date and uh, when you're going to no. be playing and yeah. everything. And I, yeah. I, it's, uh, it is very distressing. Yes. The good thing about this is that you will at least be writing. I will be you, writing. You will be continue. You'll continue yes. to be writing, right? Yeah, I'll be writing. I'll be releasing music, and look out on my Facebook page because I might be doing a live stream at some point. Um, and so, if you're into listening to music through your computer screen, you know there's that option. But oh yeah, if you play that, I'll I'll listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, Maybe yeah. The full band. Tune yeah. in, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, I know a lot of artists will be resorting to that, but yeah, it's right. a sad time, but we, we'll still be making music, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Creativity uh-huh. doesn't stop. It yeah. doesn't die. Um, so the show ends on a positive note. Yeah. You know, your music brought us in. <laughs> I, I love the vibe that we had to start off with, and I like the vibe that we have to go away with, but what is your message to people, uh, to the listeners today going into the weekend? Um, I'd say continue to seek truth even in difficult places and um, don't assume that you know everything. You know, listen to people and um, be kind and thoughtful to people. Don't assume people don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think that's, yeah, I think being thoughtful and listening is going to makes a big difference when interacting with people. So It definitely does. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not thinking that you know everything. Calm down and listen. Yeah, I think right. we just need to listen more. Being <laughs> receptive to other people's ideas. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And just like that, it's philosophy class. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this was a wonderful episode with Maribel Skipworth, and we're glad to have her on Music Fridays. I appreciate you having me. Um, these Music you. Fridays have been a very positive, uh, a very nice, uplifting thing. Mm-hmm. So we're glad to all the artists who come on, sit down, uh, have an interview with us, and uh, provide us and our listeners with some music. Uh, to our fans, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for uh, tuning in to Good Morning Aurora. Uh, hit the like and subscribe button. Check out what we got going on. We've got a bunch of cool stuff uh, happening and taking place. I want to give shout-outs to REF's Productions. I want to give a shout-out to Hunter. Um, I want to – yeah, Hunter, what up? Still got to get you some pozole. You know, we still got to do that. Um, I want to say a good morning and a peace and a shout-out to Olivia Port's Music and the whole Port's family. And it's Domestic Violence and Breast Cancer Awareness Month still. If you can, donate or take part in some activities, volunteer your time. Uh, Healing to Healthy and Mutual Ground are two great organizations. Other than that, I believe that that's it for the for the week, y'all. I think we did it. I think we did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did it. Awesome. Right? I love y'all, man. Proud. Proud <laughs> as hell right now. Proud as hell. Anyway, on behalf of the Second Largest City's First Daily News Podcast, we hope you have a safe weekend. Be blessed. Be motivated.